Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Wrapping up High Magic, or How to Turn Your Lead into Gold, by Arissa Granny Rainbow Victor. Here is the addendum, a Isis, or How I Met My Fate. And there is an image she has drawn below of Almighty Isis. As queen of the universe, Isis is crowned with a throne, chair shape at top. Her headdress is a vulture because vultures were venerated as the best of mother birds. The cow horns on her headdress hold the sun disc because mother's milk sustains life. In 1977, Isis claimed me as her own. I had sought ordination because it felt like the right thing to do. Just one year earlier, as the United States was celebrating its 200th birthday, a group of four spiritual friends from the Sunrise Bookshop in Berkeley felt called to create a legal church and spend a year getting ready for ordination. The Sunrise Church of the Golden Age was born on the winter solstice, time of the sun's annual rebirth. As a student of the Kabbalah, I had learned that God is all that is, in other words, life itself. I did not connect with any personal deity, so on that unforgettable winter solstice ordination evening, I had no expectation of what was about to happen. A lovely woman of an alternative Christian faith, the Universal Church of the Master, was called in to lay her hands on us four ordinance in a sacred ritual. In ordination, the sanctified touch is always on top of the head, the crown chakra, Through prayer, attunement, and grace, a heavenly blessing descends through the hand of one who has formerly been ordained, and indeed a great blessing changed my life permanently in that moment. A glorious feminine presence came to me, she said, very sweetly yet with great power, you are mine if you want to be. My melting heart burst open. I said, oh yes, and it was done. Revealing herself as Isis, She has taught me gratitude and patience and how to care for others. She has blessed my life in countless ways. With my whole being, I honor and adore my divine mother, Isis. You might ask, what is a personal deity doing in the life of a Kabbalist who defines God as the self or all that is? The answer is for love. 
The gods exist exactly the same way humans exist, by the will of the One. We are all going to live forever. Some of us are younger or more forgetful souls, but we are all equally important parts of the self. It gives me much added strength and pleasure to serve the goddess and offer to her my life and work and my very soul. She is love itself, my guardian and my best friend. I have been extremely fortunate and can only hope that you, dear reader, enjoy the same good fortune in whatever happiest form it appears for you. Quote, every being, human, animal, bird, tree, element, is an eternal offspring of the divine family of the Mother Goddess. Honorable Lady Olivia Robertson, 1917 to present, though of course she has now passed. Archpriestess of the Fellowship of Isis, Isis Manifesto of the Fellowship of Isis. <clears throat> Replied the dawning, regarding the dawning of the Aquarian Age, Lady Olivia Robertson said, We call this new beginning by many names, the millennium since Christ's birth, the new age for paganism, or the Egyptian coming forth by day. In this instance, the day being an age of Ra, we ourselves can experience a fresh start, an initiation if we so choose. We may co-create with the deities in transforming our world. A new beginning can be brought about at any time within ourselves. If we are open and ready to receive, the golden age as described by mystics and poets exists on the inner planes now. Honorable Lady Olivia Robertson, Isis is for All, which is her book. And uh, she was indeed a, a noble person, um, quite literally. And she and her brother ran Clonagall Castle while they were alive, founding the Fellowship of Isis. And I wrote to Lady Olivia Robertson, actually, when I was 12 years old, back in 93, and she wrote me a handwritten letter back quite a while later and said, well, I hope when you're older you can join us as a priest of Isis. So there's a little story for you. You know what's interesting about Lady Olivia Robertson mentioning the ent us entering the, the age of, of Ra? I was reading this uh, first edition of Aleister Crowley's autohagiography that I got last October during the evacuation from the Kincaid fire, which surrounded me. And um, I was reading his autohagiography, or autobiography, and he was talking about, you know, being uh, taught, brought the age of Horus, which is what, of course, the Lima um, celebrates. And I was also going over these old book reports I had done when I was 15, on Dion Fortune, and Dion Fortune talks about the criteria in occultism, and one of the criteria is, is you want to check things with external facts. So if you see something or feel a premonition of something, check it with external facts. And Crowley actually failed to meet that criteria when he announced the Age of Horus, because according to Egyptian history, the Age of Horus had already happened, and what we were entering is actually the Age of Ra. So by that argumentation, and I mean this respectfully to those who are part of the Aeon of Horus. By that argumentation, Crowley should have checked that the external facts showed the Age of Horus had already been gone through, and what was coming was the Age of Ra, and rejected the contact of Iowas. Yeah, that's a, that's a train of thought, and again, it doesn't overrule the validity of the Thelemic religion or my, my dear friends who follow it. That's, that's, that's fine. It's fine, but that's still interesting. It's still interesting. 
Anyway, many years later, Lady Olivia Robertson, archpriestess and co-founder of the Fellowship of Isis, ordained me specifically as a priestess of Almighty Isis. Olivia likes people to stand straight so the energy can flow down their spine. This time, I thought I knew what to expect, but the power flowing through her touch nearly knocked me over. Olivia is a tiny, little old lady who is bursting with life. All who are ordained by Olivia are astonished when they feel Isis flow through her and into her body, mind, and soul. Lady Olivia's perceptions are open to the inner worlds. She actually sees the gods and goddesses and makes remarkable paintings of her visions. Since 1995, she has been traveling alone from Ireland every October to bless us at the Temple of Isis, which for those listeners here is where I am sitting currently right now for the past 14 months. Established and kept by Archpriestess Lady and Lorian Vignier, who passed five years ago. The Temple of Isis in Geyserville, California is a central focus of the growing goddess movement, isisoasis.org, though that website became extinct because the owner passed without transferring it. As time went by, I slowly realized that my teacher, Jason Lauderhand, the protege of Paul Foster Case, was, is also an Isis worshiper. How amazing! Delightful, fateful, beautiful, fulfilling, inspiring. What fun! The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, his lineage, was dedicated to Isis Urania. She had put me in the right place. In 1987, a friend, David Burrell, suggested a creation of a legal church, as I was having meetings and classes in our home on an ongoing basis. He contributed the money to hire a lawyer. It took a while, lots of questions on lots of forms, because the authorities in Washington were skeptical, but a few phone calls finally convinced a man with decision power that I was sincere. So began the Union Temple of Isis. The Union part was a reference to the Three Supernals, and here we have a photo of Lady and Lorian Vignier, founder of the Temple of Isis Geyserville. Lady Lorian Vignier of Isis Oasis found my ad in common ground. She called, took me out to dinner, and invited me to the Oasis. Little did either of us know that I would pass the custodianship of the church on to her in 1996. Lorian wisely shortened the name to Temple of Isis. And now it's becoming the foundation the Oasis Foundation, I believe. She has been holding magical convocations of the goddess there every year, and I lectured at last October's one. That is when Lady Olivia comes to visit. This past year, there were well over 100 attendees. We elders look forward to to ever-expanding journeys of sharing the goddess with the world, especially the younger generation. May all priestesses and priests of Isis prosper in peace. And here we have a little song from Lorian. Isis is young, Isis is old. Isis is air, Isis is mold. Isis is timid, Isis is bold. All that Isis is, is as yet untold. Isis is all that is, is what Isis is. It's unfortunate that despite being active here for 14 months, I haven't heard that song or gotten to learn more of what Lorian and Arissa created of the liturgy of this place. But that's another story. Lady Lorian, Lady Lorian Vignier, she was a good best friends with uh, <laughs> LeVay as well in, in San Francisco. She got LeVay into raising ocelots and stuff. Archpriestess of the Temple of Isis, Geyserville. Arissa Victor, my own name for myself, arrived on this planet in 1939, just as World War II was starting. I thought, uh-oh, 
What horrible vibes and freaked out people. What did I get my, let myself in for? It took me a while to find a healing path and remember that I had wanted very much to come to earth. What I needed always showed up somehow. You will find this serendipity to be true for you, too, if your spiritual nature is your trusty guide. I speak from experience because I was in a daze for years, trying to figure life out and make it meaningful. Oh, yeah. The answer came, to, came in the mail in an occult correspondence course. It was a big surprise because I had not requested or even known about this course. It was a birthday present from Jose Bouchot, who said, I just thought you'd like it. The lessons came from the builders of the Adytum. They were written by Paul Foster Case, a spiritual genius. On the first page was the question, what do you want? Well, I don't know. But soon discovered that I really, really, really wanted this information on tarot and Kabbalah. With a Q. She calls it Case's spelling, but actually that's more just a Gulandong thing, of course. Astrology and alchemy were interlaced with everything, with, but tarot was definitely the main focus. And gematria, the divine power and meaning hidden in language, mostly Hebrew in this case. I enjoyed gematria, which includes the magic of numbers. But as an artist, in the long term, I stuck with the pictures. Dr. Case listed these five esoteric sciences as the components of Kabbalah, tarot, astrology, alchemy, gematria, and high magic. I studied his lessons every single day for ten years. After the first four years, I started attending Jason Lauderhand's Thursday night tarot classes and went every week for twenty years. <sighs> until he retired. A lovely group gathered around his friendly, this friendly, caring man. Jason taught in Fritzi Armstrong's metaphysical town hall bookstore in San Francisco. On my first night in tarot class, there was a large painted picture of the high priestess set on a carved wooden easel. As Jason gestured to the painting, the first thing I heard him say was, this is Isis. Love surged through me and I was hooked right then and there. Here we have a photo of Jason with the Isis tarot card painting behind him. Class participants were never for were forever recording Jason's talks on cassette tapes. David Rodriguez had digitalized many sessions, so if you would like to hear Jason's voice, go to www.taroeveryday.com. Jason was a devoted student of Paul Foster Case, personally that is, who was an American member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, an occult society based in England. As a student of both these amazing men, I feel a connection to that wonderful occult society. The reason I care is because the Golden Dawn was de dedicated to Isis Urania, goddess of the Aquarian Age. Ever since Isis called me to her service, my life has been on purpose. There is no greater happiness for me than serving the goddess. On my second return, Saturn return, at age 59, I was given the vision of myself as Granny Rainbow, my fate was sealed, again, with a golden kiss from Isis. The gifts of the Spirit will be plentiful to anyone who sincerely wants to be their best self, so they can do their best work in the world. We each have a specific purpose for being on this planet. In fact, we agreed upon our mission and signed contracts on a soul level. Granny Rainbow's job is to teach metaphysics and counsel people through tarot and astrology, and of course, to care for Mother Earth. That's everybody's job. Isis, in generally, is generally associated with ancient Egypt, where she was known as Aset, the great mother, consort of Osiris, the mother of Horus. 
She was associated with the star system Sirius, called Sothis in Egypt. Isis is actually Greek, a Greek word. Worship of Isis rivaled Christianity in its early days. Isians, great mother worshippers, were killed off, so that, that put an end to the rivalry. <laughs> However, as Jason says in his book, About 2,000 years ago, the Christian fathers decided to get rid of Isis. This was like waving your hand and saying you're going to do away with the sun, moon, and stars. Their decision was just about as effective, but the concept of Isis was completely sidetracked. However, it has never really gone away. The Divine Mother exists much to the amazement of everybody, despite being put down for centuries in the Western world, although not in the East. Isis is a force that can't really be downed. She simply went underground with the greatest ease. She has stayed in her crystalline subterranean cave and awaited her time. The rediscovery of this principle is a delightful surprise for many people. The Divine Mother is becoming part and parcel of our religion, and that is a good thing for everybody. It used to be that way in the old days, and it will be, be that way again. In terms of a worshipful being, if anybody deserves our appreciation, it is Isis, our Mother Nature. Jason Lauderhand, The Spoken Kabbalah, originally the Thursday Night Tarot, published in 1989, which you can still get. And uh, yeah, so actually, I should add also, it seems to me, though, the, the Christians didn't get start the process of getting rid of the goddess with getting rid of Isis. That, that, was, that project was long underway in ancient Israel and the eradication of Asherah, a.k.a. Mrs. Yahweh. Many powers of Isis are listed in ancient Egyptian theology. Among her titles, she is called Mistress of Magic and Mystery, which is one reason why the Golden Dawn Society was dedicated to her. In her form as Isis Urania, she rules the stars and the star nations, including Sol and his family of planets. Isis is also cosmic love, that incomparable power connecting all life in this astonishing cosmos. The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, according to Wikipedia, or more commonly the Golden Dawn, was a magical order active in Great Britain during the late 19th and early 20th centuries, which practiced theurgy and spiritual development. It has been one of the largest single influences on 20th century Western occultism. Wikipedia. Yeah, not can't speak to either Wikipedia. I've tried to actually improve some of the knowledge on the Golden Dawn page and other pages, like just accurate factual information, and it always gets changed back to the inaccurate, untrue, unverified information by the gatekeepers. So Wikipedia is a bunch of bunch of BS. Since high magic is a science, not a religion, there is absolutely no requirement to believe in anything. Yourself will teach you, by your own experience, what works for you and what does not. Teachers of high magic do not generally emphasize their personal connections to the material. I put my connection in this addendum because many Western people may need encouragement to accept the idea of female deity, a goddess equal to God, separate and equal but one. The goddess is returning, and I am one of her heralds. Lady Olivia, who with her brother Lawrence Durden Robertson co-founded the Fellowship of Isis in 1976, has entitled one of her books, Isis is for All. In ancient Egyptian lore, Isis and Osiris were coupled. They had a child, Horus. Their family is a demonstration of the three supernals on the Tree of Life. Isis is often a winged goddess, but not always. Wearing a feather as a crown, she appears here as Ma'at, who corresponds to Justice, Key 11 in the Tarot. This is a modern Egyptian painting here on papyrus. Personally, I love a goddess, but do not practice a formal 
religion. Like many people today, my life is full of nature spirituality, caring for animals and plants, both wild and domesticated, communing with the sacred trees, and sharing light with the sun, moon, stars, and planets. May all beings draw closer to the beloved, in whatever form or forms they choose, or who chooses them. It is all the same because all is one, and yet throughout endless ages, each expression of life is unique. Now that is the highest magic. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater R.C. read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. Hermetic Science Enterprises.co.uk